Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hornbill Podcast, uh, featuring Hornbill and starring Hornbill. And uh, today, I have, I'm so happy, um, I have the singer of Pennyboard, Faith. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty awesome talking to you. Um, So, for the longest time, I thought your name was Penny. It's okay. Everyone knows. (laughs) (laughs) I remember coming across... um, Jeez, either Summer Days or Trouble last year or at some point in the Twitter sphere in the last uh, recent time frame and being like, oh, Pennyboard, okay, Penny, what's going on, Penny, how are you? And then it, it's not the case. Um, what is Pennyboard? So Pennyboard is my solo project that I've been pursuing for almost a year now. Well, the idea's been created for a year, but, like, officially being worked on in, like, the fall, it'll be a year. Cool. Yeah. And you do have a live band, correct? I do, yes. I have a wonderful live band. Cool. Um, So, I think I saw you post about it, but Pennyboard is a skateboard? Yeah, is that right? so it's like actually like a penny board is actually just like a smaller skateboard, but then okay. like the way I spell penny board for my music is totally different. So it's not it's like board, a little board. Yeah. Like, like the board. feeling board. Yeah. Yes. I always tell people that. I'm like, oh, I feel so lame. you like, penny board, like I'm bored, but like that's the best oh, way to. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I had no idea that that was a. I, like the term penny board I didn't know that was anything so when yeah, I saw you post a skateboard or something I was like what the hell I like it didn't make any sense especially because it was spelled B-O-R-E-D and not B-O-A-R-D and I was like what is happening right now but it makes sense and so do you skateboard um I do honestly I'm not very good at it I like longboarding more just because it is easier um, but yeah, I have a skateboard. I have a penny board. Um, I haven't been able to do it as much lately just because I'm literally working like all the time. But hopefully soon. Gotcha. Uh, I, I tried to skateboard in, geez, middle school, and I never could. And uh, like I can I get know. on it. I can get on it and ride, but I can't do anything. Any tricks oh, no. or yeah, I can't do any tricks. Anything. I've attempted, and I'm like super clumsy. So, so uh, Ryan, the other half of Hornbill, he uh, sent me a text today. He was riding uh, his board in one of the parks on his lunch break or something, and he was trying to show off for some girls or something, and he ate shit completely. Oh, <laughs> and no, that no. was <laughs> earlier today. So, um, uh, I just thought of that, but. Um, so, uh, you're talking about you're working all the time. You are a photographer and a videographer, correct? I am, and more recently I've been getting back into social media management. Okay. Yeah. So, what what is it, social media management? Is that just doing Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and Facebook so, for other people? It really depends. Um, I have a few clients where 
they'll have me run their accounts and they'll give me like a general idea of like what they want to be on their accounts and like what okay. they want their brand to represent and I'll curate posts for them. Um, sometimes they have to be like in their TikToks and things like that. Uh, but sometimes I'll have fans or companies reach out to me being like, hey, we just need help coming up with like content ideas. And so I'll like review their analytics, see what would be best for them come up with some ideas and then give them like the rundown of like, here's your captions, hashtags, best posting times, all of that. Oh shit. See, I, <laughs> I'm for work. I'm in, in, in data and analytics and I look at social media stuff for Hornville and I'm like, this is might as well be astrology. Like I, I, grasp nothing like it nothing for algorithms and social media like makes sense to me at all like i just don't get it yeah it, it took me a bit at first um i did take a class in college like right before i graduated um and i got like super into just like learning about social media marketing so that was really helpful i think interesting um well, that's cool. But for photography and videography, I would assume that you're, I mean, you just said you were overwhelmed, but the amount of things happening post, not post-COVID, but <laughs> now. I, I think um, they're somewhat getting back to normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would assume that you're, you're shooting a lot and doing a lot of new things. So much, yeah. So when the pandemic started... I completely just had to, like, take a break from it, obviously. And then as, you know, time went on, I started doing, like, socially distanced shoots. Um, and I had to, like, only do portraits, basically. Oh, um, wow. And I wasn't, like, super experienced in portraits. So I was constantly just, like, practicing with, like, whoever was in, like, my little circle. Sure. Um, and then within the last year, that's just kind of, like, all I've been doing is portraits just like family portraits band portraits headshots for work and things like that um is there can you i mean i'm sure you can but is it like when you do portraits you there's like a creative limitation to that am i wrong yeah there definitely is um sometimes i'll get people that are like I'll take any idea that you can come up with. And then there's some people that are like, we want to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, let me see how I can make this work. Because whenever I take on projects, I try to think of something that has like literally never been done before. Yeah. But I also want to take like my clients, you know, needs into consideration. Um, so we'll find like a nice balance. See, that's cool. Cause I mean, I'm, anytime I, talk to another artist or uh, I want either a commission or work or something some creative input from another artist I want their creative input I don't want to limit them in their art form um, and I know that like some people just want a picture of themselves or whatever and like that's cool but like you're a photographer for a reason, right? You're not just taking pictures to take pictures. Right, yeah. I have so many ideas all the time. Someone's like, let's, let's like, build a set or, like, let's do something crazy with these lights and just trying to, like, figure out 
like how far we can go with our budget. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's very cool. I appreciate the hell out of that because, yeah, that's if somebody was going to come to me for music or I don't know something, I wouldn't want the constraints that don't allow me to do what I do. I don't know normally. Right. Yeah, and sense. it's like you know yourself better than like anybody else, so you like you know what you're capable of. And I would think that some people are coming to you for a reason. Um, it's not just like, oh, she she takes uh, pictures. Like, let's get pictures taken and not have your input at all. Yeah, I think people have started to catch on that, like, every shoot that I do looks completely different than, like, one that I've done previously. Like, there's never a shoot that looks similar to another. See, yeah, that's awesome. Um Okay, but uh, back into Penny Board. So uh, the first song that you released last year was Summer Days, correct? Yes. It's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, if anyone out there has not listened to Penny Board, um, I, my, uh, the way I perceive it is if the Postal Service played pop punk and... It's it's whimsical, but it's like it's pop punk. It's whimsical pop punk, and like I I don't know if anybody out there is really doing that, and it's super cool. I just I like it a lot. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, so summer days. That's a completely original, correct? Yes, I actually wrote that on a whim, and I wasn't planning to do like a full release for it. I was just gonna put it on Twitter. And then just kind of, like, move on about my life. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like this could be something. <laughs> so, you know, that's, made a video okay. for it and everything. So that's how Hornbill started. Um, very similarly, uh, I I might be speaking for you here, but um, the pandemic happened. I was bored as fuck. And I reached out to Ryan, and I was just like, hey, we used to write music together. Like, let's just do something for shits and giggles. And then it turned out to be pretty cool, and they were like, all right, let's turn it into something. Does that echo that sentiment? Yes, basically. Um, <laughs> so when the pandemic started, like, my whole life I had always wanted to do music, and I was always, like, super inspired by the bands I've been working with for, like, the last five years. Um, so... I was just kind of like, I feel like I have some sort of unfinished business. And I was like, this is the perfect time to do this. And Pennyboard actually started out as a band. And it was just going to be like this little, like, side project thing. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it turned into something main project, I'm assuming. And oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, nobody is doing it and I love it. Um so the the next song you put out was Trouble, which is a Never Shout Never cover. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, I have never listened to Never Shout Never, but I listened to that song and I was like, okay, this song is sick. Let me listen to the original, and I like your version a lot more. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of wonder, like, what, like, Christopher Drew, the vocalist that never shot ever, what his thoughts would be if he ever heard it. I'm super curious. We've done a handful <laughs> of covers too, and like that's, I I would love to see what 
anybody of like the original musicians thought of stuff like that because um, what it's definitely your own version of that song and it's I don't know it's super cool it's actually uh, like the first song I ever recorded so you did that record. one first and then mm-hmm. wrote summer days on your own afterwards I did yeah. okay that's even cooler. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, and the, so uh, those are the first two songs. And then my personal favorite, Emerald Green, that came out earlier this year, correct? Yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so I love you and I hate you for this. This is the catchiest song that... <laughs> like, I just... I so I have this later for the segments, but I wake up with this song in my head way too often. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the part of me that hates the emerald green, and like I, every day I'm just singing that song at some point in time, and like that wasn't even like the like the the melody I was like set on. I had other ideas, and then I was just kind of like. I sang Emerald Green, like, the way I sang it in the song, just kind of as, like, a joke. And then my husband, who was helping me write the song, he was like, wait, that's actually really catchy. We should just use that instead. Yeah, that's awesome. So. <laughs> um, yeah, good job, because this song is way too damn catchy. Um, I would have... This is the, the song that seems to, to, to grab people, correct? Yeah, I would say or so. Or of the three. Yeah. Okay. More yeah. recently, for sure. Um, yeah, it, it, the it, Green with Jealousy is, like, the whole, what, theme behind it, right? And, like, mm-hmm. that's clever in itself. And then do, I don't know, really exemplify that color green, emerald green? Like, it's clever, yeah. it's witty, but it's also a very catchy song in itself, so... Yeah, it's like the song is catchy, um, and but if you listen to it, it's actually just like really sad. But also, like emerald green is a really pretty color, but like it's referring to jealousy, which is not such a pretty emotion. So yes, it's uh, yes, it's a it's a pretty depressing song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if you're just listening to it and uh, not really paying attention to what's being said it's the complete opposite and it's just i don't know you you killed it you crushed it it's very clever and it's a great song thank you um especially when the like the chorus kicks in because it's here what are we gonna do i'm gonna pull it up because i have it up but it's kind of just like poppy and neat chill like, I can vibe to this, and then if you're not expecting it, the guitar comes in, and it's kind of in your fucking face, and I love yeah, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you do an actual video for this one? I didn't. Okay. I thought you did for I some did. reason, and I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it, but that makes sense. Uh, so, kind of talk me through the writing process for this. How, how do you how do you write your music? So, in the beginning, it was a lot of like I wrote a lot of lyrics, 
and I wasn't really the greatest at just like writing the music part by myself. Mm -hmm. Like I could honestly never form an entire song. <laughs> um, so my husband actually helped me with Summer Days and Emerald Green. So that's it. I guess this is just like, gonna stop. So <laughs> <laughs> he like wrote the music for it, and I was like, I had to like fix my lyrics just so it like fit the music, and it just kind of like puzzle piece it together. Okay. You got to give your husband credit. What is his name? Ryan. 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 Okay. He's actually in a band called New Heroes. New Heroes? Mm-hmm. Have you shared some of their stuff before? I feel like I've come across Probably. them. Probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, yeah. Every time I hear that, it's going to be caught in my head for the rest of the week now. Um... <laughs> So that's cool. You have you found it easier to write the musical aspects of things as I don't know as the penny board timeline continues to to grow. Definitely, I've worked with so many different people already that like I don't know. It's just kind of like become easier for me. I think the hardest part was being able to uh, explain my ideas to people. Sure. And now I'm able to do that a little better. So. Emerald green. Yeah. I feel like I'm fangirling over here, but... It's, I haven't listened to this in so long, to be honest. Like, Really? It's actually super catchy. So. Yeah, I yeah. don't really like listen to my music that much. I guess that's true. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't really do that for us either, but... Yeah. Whenever um, I, like first write something, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> but then when it, once it's released, I'm like, oh cool, that was fun. Let's work on something new. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I love it. It's so good. Every time I hear it, it's cheesy, but I, yeah, it's just really good. Um, talk about some inspirations. Uh, I know you've mentioned Pale Waves a couple of times, and I love Pale Wave so much. Um, Heather Baron Gracie, I am in love with her, and Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, but what else kind of drives Penny Ward? Drives you? Um, so it's just a lot of like, I listen to so much different music. I mostly listen to a lot of pop punk and a lot of like indie pop music. Okay. And I didn't really know what genre I wanted to stick with, so I kind of just like combine the two in a way. It's definitely and... a culmination of a. Of, yeah. I mean, you can tell that it's not just pop punk. It's not just pop. It's definitely more towards the poppy side, but it's there's okay. a lot of things happening that make it special. So. Yeah. Whenever I first like started really getting into music, um, was whenever I had a MySpace. So. I was just like, you know what? I miss music like this. If no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel that and resonate with that so deeply. Uh, MySpace will, like, <laughs> it's just holds such a big place in my heart, as awful as it was kind of going through it at the time. But the, uh, 
I mean, it was the best platform for music ever, and yeah. There's like there's so many different artists I'm seeing now that like are bringing back some of those elements that you would hear in a sure. lot of those songs, and it's I love it. I'm all I for do too. It. It's awesome. There's this whole new wave of like just really special and unique music that kind of dates back to like the late 2000s, early 2010s, and it's it's very MySpace reminiscent and um it's yeah it's awesome um what kind of pop punk uh or I guess who are you really listening to that um that drives that inspiration probably a lot of knuckle puck grayscale I love grayscale's great too um bearings Bangs um, is great. The, I want to um, say young culture. I don't really know if they're considered pop punk. They're more like the pop side. Gotcha. Um, Copacetic by Knucklebug is like top ten, maybe top five albums for me. That whole album front to back is phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and then I mean the what's the second one too? Color shift, shape shift, shapeshifters. Yeah. Um, that one's good too. And then they started getting poppy, and I kind of fell off a little bit. But yeah, um, I haven't really like listened through the whole like like most recent release. Um, it's so really it was, good from what I've heard. I loved it, but I just haven't like sat down and actually listened to it. No, I understand. Um, Pale Waves. How do you like their new album? <laughs> They're amazing. I love them. They, uh, everything they release is perfect. So. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, I went so uh, when I started working from home last year uh, because of COVID, I was going down the freaking Spotify rabbit holes and uh, ended up finding Pale Waves in that first album, and like, it's so good. Um, it's the perfect like emo pop weird indie culmination of just all of that and it's so good um, and then the second album is like if you add freaking uh, Alanis Morissette to that all <laughs> just a little yeah. bit of grunge aspect to it all it's they're it's, really just like they're killing it they're able to cater to such a wide audience yeah and they're doing it in just such a unique way Definitely. That whole, um, everybody on that, uh, Dirty Pop, or, what is it, um, whatever that album is, or the, uh, the record label is, I can't think of it now, Dirty Hit, that's what it is, Dirty Hit, um, like, uh, Rina Sawayama, she's (laughs) phenomenal, um, I think 1975 is on there, and they're doing whatever they do, um, but yeah, they're, Hellwaves, one of my favorites. They're the best. Um, so, uh, we actually were supposed to do this a couple weeks ago, and uh, I know that you were um, in a patch, and I wanted to... I know I reached out to you, and um, I just wanted to still let you know that um, anytime you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I read that it ultimately came from that tweet that you put out where you're just saying that 
creatively you're discouraged and um, not feeling it and I, I yeah I just wanted to, to send you a, a little piece of my heart and let you know that I was thinking of you and I mean it, it, it came back around right yeah I mean I think I was just in such a place of like I was switching from working a full-time job to doing freelance and then I switched to part-time at my day job and doing full-time freelance and it was such a weird moment and then just like it was like one thing just like kept happening like one after another and I was like I don't even feel like I have time for music anymore like I just want to come home and sleep I just the thought of even like recording a cover just stressed me out and I was like you know what it's sometimes I gotta take a break and that's okay yeah. I always told myself, like, the second music got stressful was whenever I needed to take a break, whether it was for, like, a couple weeks or, like, a couple months, whatever. Those are incredibly wise words. Uh, anybody out there, if you're feeling like your art form is a chore, you need to take a step back and just breathe for a sec. Um, sometimes life happens, and that's okay, and... It doesn't mean that you're no longer creative or you no longer have that outlet. Um, sometimes you just got to deal with time, really, and just allow things to run its course, and your creativity will never go away. It'll come back. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I was thinking of you. So, um I know that there has been a couple of shows for you lately. Um, oh, sorry, you cut out for a moment. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> where did you hear me last? Um, I think we were just wrapping up the... Oh, yeah. I, so. I was just thinking of you. <laughs> um, shows. Uh, so you have played a couple in the last few weeks. Um uh, they weren't penny board shows though, right? So I played my first show as penny board. Um, okay. Well, my first show, like ever, in my entire life. Yeah, like I ever, played, ever. Yeah, it was at emo night, um, and it was like the first emo night back. So it was okay. Kind of a big, big deal. How did um, that go? I know I talked to you about it, but how did it go? It went really well. It was a lot of fun. Um, everyone was like super supportive, which I really appreciated. Um, met a lot of new people oh, i got yeah. to like meet a lot of people that like i didn't even know listen to my music and i was like whoa this is cool like, isn't it neat supporting me i get to yeah. actually talk to you yeah that's awesome and then the uh the most recent thing i saw was you playing to like what seemingly looked like a thousand people um <laughs> uh, i think it was like 300 people something that's around, nuts which, yeah, it was insane. I was terrified, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my friends in Vanful and Nuns, they asked me, like, a couple days before the show, like, hey, would you want to come do some guest vocals? And I was like, sure, what song? And they were like, here's a list you can pick from. And I was like, I'll do the middle. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> um, and it sounded great. Yeah, you I fucking killed days. it. And then it was, I don't know, usually whenever I practice or something, I got to, like, take, like, a full month or so. And I was just like, well, guess we're doing this. And 
I, I like know how that audience is. They're just like super supportive. Like if you mess up, they'll still just like encourage you to keep going and things like that. It's just like a very supportive community, which I love. Um, but yeah, I was so nervous the whole time. And I think they could all tell like when I was going up there that I was like, Oh God, here we go. (laughs) And they're like, you're going to do great. And I just, I just went for it. I kind of like blacked out while I was performing. I was like, well, I don't really know what's happening. I don't really remember anything. (laughs) I was going to say, I wanted to ask you, are are you, since you're so new to this, are you one of those people who are just living in that moment and you're not really aware of what's happening? You're just kind of like zoned out and going through what's supposed to be done? Yeah, basically, I was just trying to, like, focus on, like, hitting the notes and whatnot. All I remember was this couple that was in, like, the very front, and they were really just cheering me on, and I was like, Oh, yeah. This one's for you. Y'all are, <laughs> y'all are the best. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love to hear that. Um, are there penny board shows coming up? Yes, so we're actually opening for Van Full of Nuns on the 21st, and then yeah. we're playing at Sick Type Fest in Denton, Texas on uh, September 25th. Yeah. That's cool. Who's all playing on that? Oh, so many, so many different people. Uh, New Heroes, Matchstick Ghost, Velvet Skyline, um, I think Brave Days is on there. Just like everyone like everyone in like the dfw scene i feel like is on that bill i love that so much that's so cool um i was uh, the one time in my life i've ever been upset to go on vacation was i leave for the east coast on uh september 24th and i was genuinely thinking about going down and uh listening to well meeting and listening to you and um and cheney as well because uh the house parties is on that as well correct yes yeah that's too freaking cool and then i know some other uh like heavier uh, mathcore bands in uh that whole dallas area too so um yeah i really thought about doing it but You'll have to and, sit this one without me. <laughs> there's there's going to be more. So I know. I'm excited. Um, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, either we or um, Derek's band uh, that I play in, we get down there, um, or you guys come up, or, like, there's just so many people that I've met on Twitter and Instagram over the last year that are now starting to play shows and, like, just dying to see and meet everybody and... Like, virtually is cool, but I'm trying to watch you do your thing. Right? Like, I almost feel like like I've met most of you at this yeah. point. But, like, I obviously haven't. But now I just, like, want to go to all these shows. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I feel that 100%. Um, so, there... Let's see... So you have these three songs out for Pennyboard right now. There's another new song coming out in a week. Well, today, because I'm going to put this out <laughs> next week. Um, that song is called Gemini. And you guys did a really neat little promo thing for this where... I don't even know how you did it, but it was like these cute little characters that you could design. And 
I don't know, you could make them any color you wanted to, and, like, their hair, whatever color, and give them horns and freaking piercings and freckles and... Like, one, how do you come up with that? Does it just come to you? <laughs> and two... So, my sister, she, like... She created the artwork for it. And okay. And throwing ideas back and forth. And I knew I wanted these characters involved somehow with the rest of the release and I just like couldn't like figure out what to do I was like oh I don't think we like have time to do like an animated video um otherwise we'd have to like push back the release yeah and I just didn't want to do that um and I was I knew I wanted to release a game for like pre-saving but I didn't know like what to do and I was like I came up with this literally like the guy made it in a week. Um, That's crazy. I, I called him up and I was like, hey, is there any way you can make this for me? I literally just thought of this idea. And I was like, if you can't do it, it's totally fine. It's, you know, like, not the end of the world. And he was like, yeah, I can get it done. And every single night he was sending me updates. And Hell yeah. he finished it literally, like, the morning of, like, the day it was supposed to be posted. Um, but it all worked out. That's so cool. Yeah, it's super cute. It fits the music perfectly. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's a cool little way for everybody to put their neat little touch and, I don't know, get be included. Um, yeah, I just, like, I don't know. I love creating, like, a community. Yeah. And I feel like this was, like, a good way to do it. Like, everyone could just see each other's little characters they created. And I think my favorite part was, like, Personally, for me, I, I struggle a lot with, like, gender identity and just, like, trying to navigate that, like, some days I prefer they, them, some days I prefer she, her, I just never know. And with this, it was, like, when we came up with the artwork, it was, like, they needed to be, you know, based on, like, personality and not, like, gender stereotypes. Yeah. So with the characters, that's what it is. It's, like, these people, they're they're creating these characters based off of their personalities instead of what they look like yeah so. it's perfect um absolutely gathered that information from it too it's just very cool to one do that and two to just have regardless of who you are be i don't know included and have your own little touch to be a part with that song so i just thought it was super cool. Wanted to give you props on that. And who created it and your sister for uh, drawing it up, too. So, um, super sick. So, that's the fourth Pennyborn song. Are these songs going to be part of an EP? Are they just singles, part of an album? What's the plan? So, they're just singles for now. Um, okay. I have... I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do, like, one or two more singles and then an EP or, like, what the plan is. Basically, I need to, like, sit down with my manager and just, like, figure out a calendar. <laughs> um, okay. Because I have so many ideas. I just don't really know, like, how to, like, lay out all these ideas at this point. I gotcha. Okay. But yeah. So, uh, who knows? Anything could happen. <laughs> if, uh, if you write an album, I will buy the first one. I will tell you that <laughs> <Thank> right you. <laughs> now. <laughs> I just... I, yeah, I love it so much. Um, okay, well, that's uh, it kind of for Pennyboard. Let's jump into questions. I have a couple for us, if that's cool. 
first one is how long is too long to write an album? Too long? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't really know if I'm one to speak on this because I literally took seven <laughs> months to write Gemini, so <laughs> it's just one song. Maybe like three years. <laughs> I, I would know. say that's that's a good cycle. Um, uh, we kind of have talked about this before, but you need to go with the the pace that your creative discretion allows you to. Um, some people can churn out fifteen song albums like yearly. And some people need a lot more time to do a five-song EP. Um, everybody's different, and your creative process is different from everybody else. Uh, I don't think there is necessarily something that's like there's nothing that's that's too long. Um, would I prefer to have something every year or two? Sure, but I don't. I mean, if you're going to make me wait 10 years, it better be fucking good, but... <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah, I mean, that that's that's just all part of the process. Um, and I know who sent me this. I'm not going to say who it is, but um, you're killing it. Stop worrying about how much time you're spending on it. Just take your time and do your thing. You're killing it. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, next question... Were you or are you into sports? Um, does dance count? Absolutely dance counts. Cool. I know there's sometimes a debate on that. Um, I was in dance for like four years. Hell yeah. So. I mean, it's definitely not a a team sport, but I, well, that's not true too, because there are dance crews and dance like. It's hard. (laughs) Things. What, what is what is a not cheesy way to say dance crew? Uh, group? Like a dance team. Yeah. Team! Oh my god. Yes, that's <laughs> the right way to do it. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, dance is a team sport. Um, you absolutely have to be an athlete to dance. And, uh, that was anybody... like the most in shape I've ever been. Hell yeah. <laughs> now I'm like out of breath when I walk up and downstairs. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long did you do that for? Uh, it was like it was like almost four years, not quite, okay. but almost. And I had to stop because I fell into the splits the wrong way, and I messed up my hip, and I had to go through physical therapy. And I went back too quickly to dance, and then it messed up my knee. So they were like, "You probably should just not dance <laughs> anymore, just to be safe." I was like, "Okay." So basically, I was just like not pacing myself, and I was just trying to. I, I yeah. started dance, like, way later than everyone else, because most people start when they're kids, and I started when I was, like, 13, and I wanted to just, like, catch up and be on the same level as everyone else, and sure. I just, I went into it, like, way too hard. <laughs> I can get that. Um, yeah, There's and... <laughs> Four years. Glory death. Um, it, Yes, rushing back from an injury sucks. Um, if you're anything like me, it, the I can't sit still for like 
more than half hour seemingly. So unless like I am hyper focused, like right now. Um, but there's times where I've done or hurt myself or injured myself either playing something or lifting weights and I've been like, oh yeah, I'm fine, I can go back to this now and then I just hurt it worse. And don't do that. Um, but yes, for, for sports, I've been into sports my whole life. Um, if you name it, I've pretty much played it at some point. Uh, except for water polo. I want to play water polo. That shit's sick. I feel like you were really into soccer. I don't know why. That's just like the vibe I get. You're wrong. Really? <laughs> yep. I, I played soccer as a kid, but um, baseball, football, and hockey were my things. I, I wrestled too. Um, yeah, I, I played basketball for a bit, but yeah, soccer was not my not my thing. My mom tried to get me to play soccer when I was a kid, and I was like, no. I'll be a cheerleader, and that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Dude, cheerleading's sick. I always wanted to be a cheerleader, too. Like, there's nothing fucking cooler than standing there with a person, like, on your hand. Like, right. that shit is awesome. And if anybody gives guys shit for cheerleading, go fuck yourself. Like, they are so much stronger than you, and they will kick yeah. your ass. Um, yeah, cheerleading is dope. Especially, like, I, I grew up with a trampoline, too, so I, I've always done, I, I don't know, I was always that fat kid who, like, was able to do flips and do, I was, like, agile, and, uh, yeah, I was, I kind of wanted to be a cheerleader a lot when I was a kid, so. Um, yes, thank you for that question. Uh, next one, what did you do, <laughs> it's kind of similar, uh, what did you do a lot as a kid, like, what was your hobby, or... I can change this into what did you want to be as an adult when you were a kid? What did I want to be? Oh. Honestly, I, I always just, like, wanted to be a singer. Like, really? I always, like, had thoughts about, like, you know, like, I guess normal jobs that you're supposed to, like, think of. I always just wanted to be a teacher. Um, didn't even go to school for that. <laughs> but um, I had always, like, dreamed about being some sort of musician like I would constantly like basically play drums on like the pots and pans and stuff or I would learn like little nice. dance routines and songs to like perform for my family and I was constantly listening to music as a kid and just just like singing along to everything so I think it's like no surprise to my family that I just picked up music one day oh yeah um, I, when I was a kid, I don't think I ever wanted to be something, and I still don't want to, like, I, there, I have no desire to be anything. Um, I've had way too many jobs in my life, and I definitely am a jack of all trades, but, like, I, I absolutely love music, and I would love to do more with it like if, if I could make money like and be stable financially stable off of music I would love that but I have a feeling that I would still find a way to like hate work you know right yeah I definitely understand I literally have like a dream job now of being my own boss and there's some days where I'm like oh, I just want to take a break <laughs> I love what I'm doing but sometimes I just want a break <laughs> 
you know, there's, um, I don't know what the exact quote is or whatever, but it, it the, what is it? It's, it's the, the devil's advocate to, uh, find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. This is, if you work with something you love, you'll learn to hate it, um, very quickly. And, uh, glass half empty pessimist whatever but that's how I've always been so um yeah I, I just want to be uh fun and happy when I grow up into a big strong boy that, <laughs> that's all I can think um uh thank you for that uh the last question I have for us is kind of a, another goober question but what was your fondest memory in high school in high school in high school <laughs> high school sucked uh, see that's what i'm thinking i hated high school i don't think i had a good moment in high school i mean i think for me i i grew up in like a really really small town like everyone knew everyone and like, did you grow up in texas on. yeah Okay. Good old Wichita Falls, Texas. It's like Wichita basically Falls. almost in Oklahoma. Okay. So. Yeah, that that way is barren. Yeah, there's it's it's like small, but it's it's not like the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, couldn't tell you the population to be honest, but <laughs> everyone knew everyone. Not a lot. That's for sure. Sure. And I, I mean, I think probably like my best memory is just like when I finally found like my group of people and just like driving around with them listening to fallout boy <laughs> hell yeah see that's good um i really can't think of a, a memory in high school that was like incredible i think all that's i also don't have a great memory so i don't know um I'll just say uh, school lunch. <laughs> we were allowed to go off campus for a lot. So the second I got my license, I was gone all the time. Yeah, let's see. The, uh, <laughs> the, so I was in two different high schools because I, I moved in the middle. Um, and the second high school I went to, I was a brand new kid in 11th grade. And freaking nobody knew me nobody cared about me and like the one lunch lady was very nice to me so i'll say i'll say that she was my my fondest high school memory she knew Aww. i was new and she Do you remember her name <laughs> i don't that's saying oh. <laughs> something um i remember exactly what she looks like but i couldn't find her name um all right well yeah thank you for that question uh, that's questions and advice. Let's go on to segments. And uh, first one, this fucking rules. What has killed it for you lately? Um, like, okay. Sorry, overthink everything. <laughs> I don't know anything about overthinking. <laughs> um, like... Like, what am I... I don't know. <laughs> Think... Th let's see. 
in like the last week, what has happened or what have you seen and been like, this fucking rules? Hmm. Let's see. I don't know. It's been a lot of literally just going to work and then coming home and working more. <laughs> so, um, I got like a mango nada the other day. I've been wanting one so bad. It's like the mango with like chamoy. <laughs> what so is it? Good. It's a mango. It's like basically like a like a mango smoothie type thing with chamoy okay. and tahini. I've been wanting one oh, for okay. so long, and now it's summer, and the place down the street that usually has them, I've been catching them at the wrong time when they're closed. Finally, they were open. And Finally, it one. happened. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I am all about mangoes, but I have never had that before. You should. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I gotta because I love to heen too. Um, and what's the, what's the second ingredient? You said chamoy? Mm-hmm. I don't know what how to explain that? it. You'll just, I'll send you recipes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. It's, I, I would imagine, if, especially if it's like a mango smoothie, like that's refreshing as hell on a hot summer day, especially in Texas. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so my, this fucking rules is, uh, getting to the top of a mountain after, like, you hike a mountain and, like, the approach to the peak is... It fucking rules. Um, the... It's kind of like a, like when you build something and you look back and you're like, yeah, I did that. And you hike a mountain and you get to the top and you see everything underneath you and you're like, yeah, I did that. And that that was way rules. better than my answer. <laughs> that was so that, I'm yeah. like a mango smoothie. Like I'm so hyped about the, like the smallest thing. <laughs> That's okay though. That's what makes it special. Because um, honestly, the song I worked on for seven months and all I talked about was a mango smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, you can add to your thing. You're about to release a song called Gemini after seven months. <laughs> that fucking rules. Um, okay, transversely, this fucking sucks. <laughs> what sucks for you lately? Uh, let's see. My boss sees this, I'm sorry. Working, working a day job, just like, <laughs> fun. Not fun. Um, Waking up super early, going to do something that you're just not thrilled about, but you gotta make money, so. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength, because I literally have work. This fucking sucks. The work fucking sucks. Um, it just does. Like... I, I love my coworkers, that's the thing. Like, they're amazing. But I I have a really good coworker. We've become good friends. Um, everybody else just kind of annoys the hell out of me. And <laughs> if you're watching this, you know who you are. <laughs> Probably because you're not watching this. Then you. you um, but yeah, just work, man. Um, especially because we're going back into the office soon, and like, it's just. I have become so much more efficient at home, and I get to spend time with the dogs and um, take them out when they got to go out, and I can still do the amount of work that I would have ever done in the office, because 
I'm so overwhelmed and anxious around people, like, in a work setting that I just can't deal. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. I'll have to, like, walk away every 30 minutes just to kind of breathe oh, for yeah. a second. Oh. Yeah, I... Same thing. Uh, like, hourly, I would go take a stroll around our building because I just have to get up and away from people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so work sucks. Uh, uh, okay, next one. Uh, recent jams. What have you been listening to, like, the last day or two? Um, Chloe Moriando. Uh, she released uh, a new album called Blood Bunny um, in May, I want to say. And I I'm never, still I have never heard of Chloe Moriando. What kind of music? She's like about to be your new favorite artist because okay. I make a playlist and send you all the best songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. Um, she's another alternative pop artist. Um, okay. She's signed with Fueled by Ramen, pretty sure. Okay. That's sick that Fueled by Ramen is like still kicking. Yeah. They've been around for a long time and they've always had awesome artists, so I already trust that she's incredible, so... Sick. Yeah, she she used to do just like a lot of acoustic stuff, and now recently she's got like some full band stuff, and it's incredible. Nice. Um, you can come in. Hi, I have the my wife's coming in. She's gonna take the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to Mindy. Oh my gosh, so cute. <laughs> okay. Come on, Barbie. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, send me her stuff because I want to listen. Um, that's exciting. Uh, recent jams. What have I been? Uh, the last couple days I've been listening to a lot of Protest the Hero. Have you ever listened to them? No, I should. <laughs> but they are um, very. Proggy. They're they're like a very talented version of us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they uh it's very technical and very crazy, but um I think like Iron Maiden meets post hardcore meets I don't know, mathcore. It's weird. It's cool. It's great. Uh, there's this one band I was like obsessing over for a bit. I feel like you would probably like them. They're called I Met a Yeti. Yes, they're yeah. great. They're so good. I just, I just thought of that. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. Um, definitely crazy and fun. Good stuff. Um, next one. I woke up with this. Uh, what have you woken up with in your head lately? Um can be something that shouldn't have been there or you have no reason for it to be there um or you know ex exactly why remember, it's there honestly um probably like the covers that we're playing for our show okay um, most more specifically uh, we're covering so what by pink and that is just been Sick. stuck in my head <laughs> so That'll be cool. I mean, so you're going to do the whole pennyboard version of it, a whole pop-punk yeah. version? That's mm -hmm. sick. 
Uh, is this uh, show going to be either videotaped or videotaped, streamed, or <laughs> ta- well, they recorded? Usually, I know they usually have somebody there filming, but I don't okay. know if I'll get my set or anything like that. But I'm sure my mom's going to be there. That's why I'm covering Pink. It's her favorite artist. So Hell yeah. I'm sure she'll film the whole thing. Say, I would love to hear that, because that just sounds fun. I'm excited. It's kind of uh, hard, but... <laughs> I believe that. She can sing. Yeah. Um, we're... Oh, I'll just say it. Nobody's going to care. We're doing a, um, a a cover of Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Um, we're going to put that out later this year, and uh, I am not... <laughs> the singer required to hit some of those notes. Um, I mean, that's going to be cool. Very, very tough to do. So I, I know those feelings. I, I've um, thought about doing some uh, some Gaga songs and uh, other stuff as well. And like, I got to find. I have to, I have to to change the key or just dumb it down completely because I am not that good of a singer. Hey, I mean, do whatever works for you. This song <laughs> is so hard. All of my bandmates were like, we gotta cover this. This is gonna be great. And I was just like, but I guess here goes nothing. Oh. I'm glad you guys believe in me that much. <laughs> I am not like 100% confident in myself. You're a hell of a singer, but I also know that that's a very challenging song, so yeah. I definitely want to hear it. you got to send that to me in some way, shape, or form, if you can. Will do. Okay. Um, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I wake up with Emerald Green in my head way too often. Um, <laughs> I just do. It's catchy as hell, and uh, it doesn't ever leave my head. Cool, good. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, Hopefully, Jim and I will replace that, though. Or you'll just have like the two like fighting with each other. I, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Okay, um, Shinfo. Um, so shitty info that isn't really doesn't really matter. It's just kind of info that exists. What do you have? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I love this question because it, yes, I love this question because it always gets the same response. Um, Yes, my Shinfo is, um, I have always wanted, like, a loft in my bedroom, like, where my bed goes. Okay. There's something super appealing to me about, like, climbing upstairs to go to bed. And not just, like, going upstairs to your bedroom to go to bed, but going into your bedroom and then going upstairs to bed. That's just too much. (laughs) (laughs) And it it looks cool and, like, oh, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I've always loved that, and I think it's cool. But Shinfo... I, I don't know if I can top that, to be honest. Um, <laughs> let's see. Hmm. I... I don't know. <laughs> What's hanging up behind you? Oh, all of this is actually, like, 
my friend's artwork. My friend made that emerald green artwork. Um, and we used this to build the set for the new music video. Nice. See, that's not Shinfo, though, shit. Um, <laughs> that's very pertinent and important. Yeah. Everything uh, on here is, like, super personal. There's a reason why it was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, You're wearing a black shirt. I am. Shinfo. Oh, it has a cool design <laughs> on it, though. What is that? It, this is actually, like, an old band tee from, like, 2015. I don't think okay. this band is around anymore. <laughs> what band? Um, they're called Fighting Season. They're super cool. From Canada. I feel like I know them, but I might not know them. They were amazing. I kind of wish they like never broke up. But <laughs> I get that. Um, that qualifies Shinfo. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, give someone credit uh, who has been killing it for you lately. Um, Nina it can be multiple Swint. people. Nina Swent, my manager, is literally like the coolest person ever. Like, she's amazing. I text her once a week just being like, I hope you know you're crushing it. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, but really, she's just, like, she's doing amazing. She, like, manages so many different artists, and she's just so helpful with everyone. And she just gives, like, the best advice, whether it has to do with, like, the music industry or just, like, being a friend. She's just, like, she's so sweet and supportive and just super talented at what she does. That's awesome, and that now makes sense because uh, uh, she actually joined the invite, and I wasn't sure if somebody else was going to join our call. Um, I was like, who is this person? I've never even heard of them, but now that clicks, and that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, is she self-employed? Does she work for an agency? Um, she works for an agency, but she also does like freelance management, which is like, what we do together. So. Gotcha, cool. Um, I've been thinking about that side of things lately, and uh, I might have to get her info from you at some point <laughs> in time. She's amazing. She's, like, the best. <laughs> Sick. I love that. Um, who am I giving credit to? Oh, so on our recent hiking trip um, last week, my cousin and I, we stopped in Montrose, Colorado. That's some small little mountain town. Um, and we stopped there because there was this place called Buckaroos Slices and Scoops. Um, and the name alone was so enticing that I couldn't pass it up. It's just pizza and ice cream. Uh, so we went there, and um, it turns out that they're an awesome little establishment, and they hire a lot of uh, like special needs people um, who, like, as their workers, and... Um, the the kid Kenny who helped us out, uh, he was he was the best. He was so, I mean, he went just above and beyond to make sure that we were taken care of, and like that was so sick to see um, anywhere in any establishment, and then especially for it to be this establishment, I was just so. Uh, blown away and I was pumped to, to meet him and spend a little time with him so uh, Kenny I doubt you'll ever hear this but um, sending you a lot of love there bud um okay so next we are going to listen to something brand freaking new and you might already have released it at this point 
by the time people watch this. But set your cats. Yeah. <laughs> I think she started falling asleep and then I scared her. <laughs> she woke back up and then scared me. Oh, she has like this little uh, like thing on the window that she sleeps on. It's like a little okay. you like attach it to the window. Nice. Yeah. Is it just so they can look out the window while they fall asleep? Yeah. That's so incredible. to watch the birds. <laughs> yeah! I love it. Alright, so we are going to watch the video for the brand new song, Gemini. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> You're allowed to be. Let's hear this a little bit louder. This is already so sick. One day I oh, don't even do this! <laughs> yeah, that's literally my bedroom. Cool! Oh, yeah. I see the stuff on the wall. Let's go. I love your little Taz stuffed animal. <laughs> I love Taz. Sorry I'm quiet, I'm really trying to take all this in. It's so good already. God. <laughs> that is okay, so I said it earlier. Um Pennyboard is whimsical pop punk. 
And that is as whimsical as it gets. I am... That made me feel like a kid, like I was watching that. Like, that's so fucking cool. Did you hear anything I said? Did it cut out? No, yeah, you're cutting out again, sorry. No! Freezing up, I can't tell. It's probably me. Um, no, yeah. honestly, my Wi-Fi sucks. So. <laughs> um, it's whimsical as hell. It made me feel like I'm a kid watching that. Like, it makes me feel happy. Oh, um, it, I, it's perfect. I love it. Um, and yes, that is also another catchy ass song. That's going to be in my head because I know I'm going <laughs> to listen to it a lot uh, next. Well, ne- next week, today, whatever, in the future. <laughs> um, so, I guess we'll kind of dive back into it. So, talk about this song. It's uh, seven months writing process <laughs> and recording and getting all that squared away. So, the concept of this was created when Pennyboard was a band. Okay. And then we decided to move on to something else. And then sure. whenever Pennyboard became a solo project, I was, like, digging through my notes. And I rediscovered these lyrics. And I was like, I want to go back to this. So, I started writing this because um, last year I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And it, like, felt really good to have answers. But I was still like, okay, well... Nothing's changed, and now, so now i got to learn how I to do? navigate it. Yeah. Yeah, so I just needed to, like, write a song about, like, how it feels to have bipolar disorder. Sure. And then more recently, it's kind of been, like, about me, like, figuring out gender identity and, like, that it can be fluid. Um, so there's, like, two different meanings with it now. Um, but I wrote it with my friend Sterling. And we were kind of just like, you know, just like, you know, like when you meet up with people and you're like, oh, yeah, we should write together sometime. And you're like, you don't really like know if it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Well, like a couple weeks later, we were like, we should actually write together. Like, I think this could be cool. And I brought those lyrics in and we just like, we wrote like half of it within a day. And then over the course of seven months, like we changed a lot of it. And I was honestly like super picky with it like yeah okay, i want this guitar tone i think we should change this part here we should add some synth right here instead of a guitar we should change this to like a bell and like things like that um but he was like super easy to work with he has like the best ideas um yeah. he honestly like he really helped like push me to grow further as like a songwriter I believe. cool so. i love that see I think I've spoken about this on every podcast with who I'm talking to, but the dynamic of having somebody that you trust and their creative abilities and the dynamic that it creates having their brain come to yours and meet and mesh and create this, um, what ends up being the final product is there's nothing like that. And music is so special that, um, has, your friends and the people that you look up to and respect um, with it. So, um, getting back to the the reason behind uh, Gemini, I think that I don't know something was meant to be somewhere in this universe because there is a song that you will be singing for Hornbill that is literally the same thing. That song is about me 
realize or being diagnosed with OCD and ADHD at 30 fucking two and not knowing how to deal with it and navigating what happens with that. Um, and to your point, you have answers like it's 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 there's some vindication there that, yeah, I was right. Something was wrong. And but now it's what's happening? Like, what the fuck yeah. do I do now? What do I do next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's cool. The I, I'm so thrilled to have you do that as well. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. When you sent me the email, like what the song was about, and what the lyrics were, I was like, hell yeah. Like, I have to do this. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. Cool. That makes me so happy. Um, yeah, so super pumped for that. And then, yeah, the, the dynamic of bringing other people into your music is... There's nothing like it, and um, I'm very grateful for you doing that for us and um, having... Uh, you said his name was Sterling, doing that for you. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's just cool. It, it's... Um, what's the term I'm thinking of? It uh, Around the world, it comes back. <laughs> what you give, I don't know. A freaking caveman brain. I can't think of things. <laughs> It's also just, like, super fun working with other people. It really is. Um, yeah, it, there's nothing like it. It's just fun. It always creates something that means more in the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I dig it. Um, but, yeah, that's Gemini. I am, honestly, I'm pumped to listen to that a lot more because it's a good fucking <laughs> song. Um but yeah, so uh, Pennyboard, where can we find your music and your social handles and that good stuff? So everything except for TikTok uh, is Pennyboard Band. Um, so you can find me on all that. And then TikTok is Faith Alicia. Um, there is a Pennyboard Band TikTok, but I don't use it anymore. Okay. Faith Alicia one's just doing a lot better, so I'm keeping everything on that account. Is Alicia your middle name? It is, yeah. Okay, that's an awesome <laughs> middle name, by the way. I love that name. <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. And it's Penny Board, B-O-R-E-D. Yes. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. Uh, unless you have... I mean, is there anything that you want to speak into the universe or tell anybody out there? Um, okay, I... I've been getting a lot of messages lately about people just saying, like, you know, like, thank you for, like, these songs, and you've inspired me, and things like that, and I just want to say, uh, thank you so much, um, if you're watching this, um, but also, just do what makes you happy, and just live for yourself, um, it's just, like, the best advice I can give anybody, but yeah, just do what makes you happy. <laughs> That's good advice. Um. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's a good spot to end this episode. Um, thank you, Faith. Uh, thank you, Penny. Should say. <laughs> um, yeah, for real. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me a little bit. Um, I know we've talked slightly, but it's cool to speak face to face. Um, sometime I'll come down to Texas and I will watch you do your freaking thing because. I'm just excited to one see music again and two see friends playing those music. So those music, that music. Um, 
so yeah cool thank you again uh everybody go check out penny board and this has been another episode of the farm bill podcast see you next time thanks for nothing bitch